The following recording features two conversations with Bruce Neowith. Yeah, so, so you had shared with me that experience that happened to you a few months ago, um, one morning. And do you want to kind of set it up again? Sure. Um, if I'm taking too long to wind up, you tell me um, where to start. But I was at a, in, uh, at Finhorn, in the village of Finhorn, in Scotland, invited. There was a residential group. And we had started the evening before, and this was the first morning. There was a table. And there were benches. And so I came a little late to breakfast, and people were sitting and there was like, you know, this much space between a couple people that I could almost fit in or not. And I could ask people to move. I knew almost everybody there. Um, and yet something in me felt really shy. Um, I think it was actually, oh, I have to choose who I want to sit next to instead of just taking a seat. Right. I mean, I think it was actually that I'm yeah. blaming it on shyness. I think the shyness wasn't asking somebody to move. It was acknowledging who I want to sit with or not. Would I even let myself do that? So I decided, I mean, I felt pretty shy and I just decided in the spirit of the retreat, I was just going to let myself stay shy. Like I wasn't going to ask anybody to move. I wasn't going to push mm -hmm. through this and be the, do the adult thing. I was just going to hold the child and be shy. So I'm holding my breakfast. About 30 seconds later, someone gets up about like here on the bench. So I sit down here and there's a friend of mine comes and actually there's two spaces. And then all of a sudden she's sitting next to me. Um, and I've known her for, you know, from the last time. And then I'm, so I'm sitting here with my breakfast about to eat. I just going to take a minute to let myself feel shy and one seat farther over, you know, so about four feet away, there's, I'm just gonna, um, there's a person who actually is a therapist. Um, and all of a sudden she looks up, she looks across at me and she says, what are you doing? I can feel that. I'm like, I'm actually feeling shy and I'm letting myself feel my shyness and just kind of be with it and not fix it. And that's it. You know, I mean, I was a little, you know, and she's like, well, thank you. She said, I, when I wake up like this, I don't know if it was an everyday thing or just someday. She said, when I wake up like this, I feel like my tent has collapsed and it takes two to three hours for me to kind of like get the thing back up and like, whatever you're doing, you just pop my tent poles up. Like there's all this space for me. I feel like, like I would have felt after lunchtime today. It's like, thank you. And it's like, I wasn't doing anything for you. I didn't even know you were there. <laughs> Hardly. It's like, I was, you know, I was completely self-absorbed and um, it's like, I was just being with my shyness and right. So she's like, yeah, I know. But when you did that, it made space for mine. And so now, and I felt it. And I'm like, well, that was cool. And then we talked some more about stuff, you know, and more personal stuff. Um, but maybe I'll pause there. Yeah, yeah.
Yeah, so that feels nice to pause and absorb that. Absorb that part of the story. Yeah. What 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 comes up for you inside when you're pausing right here? Um my own self-consciousness, which I'll sit with. Um it's like, wow, did I stay here? Or did I disappear while I just told you that? But that's okay, because I was telling a story about staying with me, and I think I may have disappeared a bit, but I'm back. Ah. Uh, well, I'm coming back. I'm not all the way back. Yeah. Yeah. And I really appreciated this, because this is why... I love good feedback. I mean, that's one area, which is just without her experience, I was hanging out with a rather young part of myself that I wasn't proud of, trying to be a good parent to it, being reasonably successful and um, self-regulating myself. And I had this kind of small version of what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. And with that feedback, it's like, well, actually, this is having some kind of radiant collective effect on other people. And it's like, I think I need to keep doing my own work. (laughs) So it was kind of sweet that way. It kind of honored the rightness of what I chose, and it expanded the field of what it offers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So as I'm staying with it, yeah, I, I'm hearing that thing about small, you know, and uh, and young, and um, you know, shy, but all of this kind of a narrowing, um, and and how her reaching out from outside expanded this, and. Um, and so um, the worldview of the child who is accustomed to possibly being criticized for mm. choices he makes, you know, like uh, asserting himself by taking a space, um, is suddenly expanded. You know, and the world is larger and there's more into it and there's room for alternative stories and there's room for him. And so the world is larger and the child expands and the person expands. Great. Yes, the, 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 the little worldview expands. Yes. And, and, and we both expanded. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the place in me that trusted that just letting myself be scared and shy was the right movement in that particular thing also gets validated. Yeah. Right? Because the normal voice would be, come on, Bruce, grow up, do the hard thing, man up. You know, not, <laughs> not in a sharp way, but just like, you can do this. You don't have to stay young. But actually, the staying young served its purpose. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I wasn't just young. I was young and holding young, right? I wasn't just, you know. Yeah. But like presencing that strongly actually served a purpose and it felt like it was the right thing to do. And then I got this incredible, you know, validation for me and for her. I mean, she was 
thrilled. She's like, you just saved me three hours of the retreat. You know, <laughs> the next day when we met, she came in in the morning because I was staying in the house with two other people and other people would come. The next day when we met, I took a look at her. You know, it's like, you know, you know, it's like, how's your tent? You know, <laughs> and it was funny because then it was like, actually, I think you need a hug. And I just, I just held her and I could just feel it was different because the other time was like at a distance and this time was in contact, but it just felt like, like my uh, a supercharger on my Tesla. You know, it's just like, it took about a minute and a half and it's like, I think we're good. She's like, we're good. I was like, okay. <laughs> it was just, it was really sweet what humans can do for each other directly or indirectly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, so, so there's something about um, connection, about two humans, about making contacts, about the barriers dropping. But I also come back to what you said a couple of minutes ago. You said, it's not just that I was at the young place, but there was also something you know, holding it. And so, and you had the image of a container. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. That's the part is like, we think of the alternative is between being young and acting adult and man up. And what you're saying is that uh, the, the adult thing was to own and contain the young and part. To hold the young part. Right, right. Thank you. Yes, because in my I'm going to say back what you said. I'm just in my words, which is in my, the way I, my narrative, my way I was holding it was I was either, I was either going to be manager, a manager adult part <laughs> or a child, but actually the adult thing, there was an adult thing happening there, which was holding the child. And I wasn't letting, I'm not, I wasn't letting that register actually until now thank you i could tell something was happening and, and she offered something but it's like oh yeah i was doing an adult thing for myself but i'm identifying with this place or the yeah bold, the bold shy boy or the shy shy boy but yeah thank you mm. well, let's see if this feels complete or if you want to add something Let me take a minute. This experience feels complete. This points to a whole genre of, of energetic resourcing. That's a whole huge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, that's a whole let's, huge let's, area. Yes. Let's, let's keep it as a dot, 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 you know, with yes, some yes. curiosity yes, and desire yes. to, to revisit this. Yes. So there's an experience you'd like to share. So the first time uh, I remember, I would call it a, an energetic experience at a distance, um, occurred during, I think, 2002 at a Silomar, it was, at the Focusing International um, and I wrote about this in an article, but it's a little short because there were time constraints on the art, you know, size constraints. They wanted the folio, certain size. So I was in a whole body focusing 
introduction. I had no idea what it was. And Kevin McEvenue was one of the people there. And I think Paul Hilschelt, two of them were co-teaching. And there was an exercise where you stand across from a partner about four feet away. And one person is the listener. And the listener either reflects in words what they see or they mirror with their body. And the focuser stands still, closes their eyes, and um, to get a, and then they follow their movement, like how the body wants to move. It may not use words. And to get it started, the, the listener was supposed to say, I invite you to let your arms rise a little bit. So there was supposed to a little, and then that was, and then just so something would start. And it was like either five minutes or 10 minutes. I don't remember how long you each had. So that's the framework. And this description is going to start really boring because my experience was really boring, but it ends with a surprise. <laughs> so I just want to say that. So person says, I invite you to close your eyes. And I'm just going to do this with my eyes closed. I don't know if you can see it, but they kind of went up. I'm going to just turn this down a little bit. They kind of went up like this, a couple inches above the uh, up, and they stayed there. That was mm -hmm. it. So I'm breathing and just feeling it, and it almost felt like there was like maybe a little something here and a little something here. And it's like, I think I'm inhibiting myself, right? Here's, the, here's my, my mental trait, right? My body is listening to this and saying, I think I'm just like afraid to move or something because it felt like if I just moved, the whole thing would come loose. Like I, you know, but like, I'm not going to move. I'm just going to, I'm just going to try this. And two minutes go by, nothing's happening. Three minutes go by. It's like so freaking boring. It's like, I, I was just, nothing's happening. And finally there's like a minute left or something. And I'm like, okay, I'm just, I'm just being, you know, inhibited. I'm just going to move. So I moved a little bit. It felt like the whole thing released. My arms went up. I started seeing all these visuals, all this fascinating stuff happened. And then the time was over. So we had a partner share because my eyes were closed. So I didn't even, I think, yeah, I kept thinking, I, I think I kept them closed the whole time. I don't remember. Maybe I opened them. I don't remember seeing them actually. And the, the gentleman who was my, you know, a partner said, you go first, Bruce. So I just said what I said, you know, I felt this and I thought, oh man. And finally I realized I'm tired of holding myself back. I'm going to do my own freaking thing. I don't care what this is. I'm just going to move. And I'm so glad I did. Right. Cause like now I realize I was just inhibiting myself. So he looks at me and he said, I'll tell you what happened to me. It was the damnedest thing. Your arms went up like this and I felt my body lifted nine feet off the ground. And I stayed there for the entire time until your arm moved. I came right down and crashed to the ground. It's like, Jesus, pardon. Um, <laughs> the, this was not inhibition. This was somebody connecting. This was actually holding somebody up. This was the experience of supporting another human. Of course, I had no idea. And so it just completely, having that perspective, completely rocked my whole sense of what are we doing when we listen to these inhibitions, restrictions? We have no idea what they are. 
Um, and my own sense of if without his feedback, I would have just considered myself to have been shy and inhibited. And, you know, so it's just, you can see the kind of change in my whole framework around this. We have no idea what we offer people. I guess that's maybe the, the short version. Mm. Yeah. So I think mm. I'll stop there, but that's, that's the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so from, you could have written the story from an internal experience perspective and the internal pers perspective is related to your history. And so all of this, and it would just simply be about inhibition. Inhibition and, and finally having the guts to break free. Right. The guts to play free. Uh, and, and so, and in itself, it would be a satisfying story. So there's nothing wrong with that. Yes, yes. But what is missing is really how, uh, you know, when you are inhibited and you break free, it affects other people. And so maybe something about the same way as the inhibitions were formed, you know, in reaction to interaction mm. that created the inhibition, uh, there is something in breaking it free that then gives into the environment into the world, into the connection with other people, some of that breaking free quality. Interesting. Um, well, okay, so it's like, okay, so I have a choice of which energy I want to feed, right? They're both valuable. Yeah. I mean, this is interesting because I hadn't taken it from that. Okay, so I fed the breaking... I fed both actually, right? I fed this one and then I fed the breaking free. From the other perspective, what I thought was inhibition actually was, you know, in a way, my brother, right? It was actually a carrying of another human. It wasn't just dead weight. You know, wow. had I realized that, I would have stayed in this position because I was actually more thrilled that he got a good ride than that I, you know, had some lovely visual that you know so it's it's fat I, anyway i see that now it makes it more complicated with what you had <laughs> it's like I, you know i feel like i'm glad i stood my ground long enough and i hear you also saying it's also nice that you brought breaking free into the so thank you well wow. yeah and so you notice how just even the way you moved your hand just right now there was kind of a slow and graceful movement mm -hmm. of moving so it was not the you know, like a jarring but yes. it was the breaking free in the sense of finding your own movement and your own harmony cool that's a place i hadn't taken this <laughs> Having told the story 20 times, thank you. It's nice to feel it keep opening. Wow. Yeah. So does it feel right to end here? I think that, let me see if there's a, if there's a concluding sentence. Um, this experience for me is kind of what support feels like from the, mm. from the inside. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's like, this is what it feels like to have the person standing on your arms. Um, yeah. And there's, and, and, and thank you for all the lovely dimensions of. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Bruce. Sure. This is part of the active pause podcast. 
To see more and subscribe to the newsletter, go to activepause.com.